Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Everything Considered podcast with me, April, your host. I am once again joined by Tim O'Davis. He is very insightful, and he's got some things to share with us today with our audience, and I'm really excited about it. Thank you, Tim, for coming back and joining us today. Hi, April. It's nice to see you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. We are on the (laughs) precipice of the new year, uh, January 1st. And uh, you mentioned today that uh, a good topic would probably be intentions. I I think it's right on time. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful topic. And you know, when we adopt a spiritual path, there's so much about it that is really helped by having a clear set of intentions. Everything that um, happens in life seems to be um, part of a beautiful plan, but sometimes it can distract us if we don't sort of keep our attentions focused. And, mm. you know, I, I've talked to you about, I live at the Temple of the Universe. Um, anybody who's familiar with the work of Michael A. Singer, The Untethered Soul, Surrender Experiment, et cetera. And, and so I've been here for 30 years, 33 years. And we we have i think since long before i came <laughs> we've done a new year's eve um fire where we actually write down what we want to let go of in our life mm. and it's a really um it's a beautiful version of an ancient fire ceremony i i was researching this the other day and they uh point to fire ceremonies being around for 4000 years th- between 3500 and 4000 years mm. and the the sort of the 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 idea is that that Agni Sri Agni the the fire god of um of the Hindu world is a connection between humans and the gods that that's a way that we can kind of communicate with that and I love that idea you know whether it's literally true or figuratively true or however we like to use that the um the the act of standing in front of a fire and throwing those thoughts uh, pay, written on a piece of paper mm-hmm. into it that you want to let go of is really powerful. And if I, I suggest that for people who want to have a, a nice little backyard ceremony for their afternoon, for that evening of New Year's Eve, uh, to, to light a little fire, even if it's in a hibachi and throw your, uh, your list in there, what you'd like to let go of. I love that. Um, there is something about symbolism that kind of ingrains, uh, almost imprints our memory and helps us to um, I don't know, like really commit to, to whatever it is we've decided to let go of. I love that you brought up, let go first, because I think, uh, we, we go, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And this will happen and that'll happen. And so we're adding all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And it just feels that I think that's why it feels overwhelming because you're adding things, but you're not letting go of anything. So you're carrying all these expectations. Uh, of yourself. And meanwhile, you've been carrying all these other things. So letting go is, is, I think, a a really powerful way to, uh, to enter uh, 2024. Gosh, I couldn't agree more. Um, You know, when, when you, like so many of the goals that we set are around these measuring points that kind of indicate that we aren't good enough, right? Like that we need to lose weight or we need to um, run more miles or we need to add things into our schedule, whatever. And there's just kind of a mentality behind that that we're not good, of, good enough as we are. And mm-hmm. the construct of letting go is that we're born in a really beautiful state. You know, we're, we're pure, pure consciousness before we even know who our parents are, 
before we know what language we speak, before we know anything about our world, we're little babies, right? And they spank us and we just cry, you know, to get that first breath going. And consciousness exhibits itself immediately at that point. And that sense of consciousness, unadulterated, um, no traumas added, no pain added, is just a really pure and beautiful state. And a lot of really what we're trying to do in our spiritual path is to get back to that state, to get back to that pure sense of consciousness, awareness, that's without judgment of self, just being okay with who we are and why we are. And letting go is an attempt to get back to that state instead of adding, as you said, we're trying to peel away the layers of conditioning and trauma and pain that we accumulate in life and that we don't handle well and in an effort to get back to a really pure, pure state. I love that. I think that's a perfect way to start the year, uh, not being burdened uh, by um, so much of that, that you've cared. Don't take it into 2024, you yeah. know, leave it behind and then you'll feel lighter. And if you want to set intentions, you know, things that you want to add, it won't be so difficult to carry them. Couldn't agree more. So within that sort of construct is, um, I, I like to personally, I like to connect with my higher purpose, right? Like that's where I start. And so everybody's got a different version of that, a different way they name God or call whatever it is that's not them that controls so much of our lives, whether it's luck mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever it is that we pray to, hope for, wherever we aim our, our intentions. So for me, it's just getting closer to that, getting sort of less of the personal, less of the ego and less of who I'm not, right? Right. So that's my first step is to get closer to God. That's my personal, you know, pointer, right? Is that is my pole star value. And whatever that means, it's, I, I almost let that float out into the universe, but that's my standing intention. So after that, it's about connecting with that higher purpose. Like, what am I going to do to, what are we going to do to, to kind of get there? And so letting go is a really great one, right? We just talked about that. So when we look back at the year that we just came through, like what, what was it that really caused us pain, confusion, um, trauma or anxiety and just look at all of those things and try to figure out what was our role in, mm -hmm. in that what could we have done to help let go of those things and what what is it inside ourselves that needs something from the people places and things that we feel perhaps let us down so mm -hmm. it's a really it's it's a really firm way of approaching that which we need to let go of is by cons consulting your pain honoring your pain Right. So doing a little inquiry around what has not been skillful, what has not felt good uh, to me in my body, what has, what has hurt me and, you know, what can, and then thinking about what can I do to rectify that, that, I, that, that 2024 is not a repeat of 2023, right. In those areas. Cause there might've been some very good things about 2023, but I think all of us can find some area that could use improvement that, that we could, things we've been carrying that we don't necessarily, we can choose not to, correct? Yeah, absolutely. The thing that I've seen, you know, in my life is that certain patterns repeat themselves over and over again. 
and I'll find myself saying stuff like somebody did this to me again, you know, and it's uh. a completely different person and it's a completely different situation. But the, what I'm left with in my heart and in my sort of feeling is that something happened again and there's some potential unfairness about life that happened again. So that's a great place to look. And in the theme of honoring your pain, like why go through pain if you're not going to learn something, right? Mm -hmm. And so in that process of reviewing, you know, where pain comes from, I've always found it most gratifying to, to really explore my own needs. Like, what was it I really wanted from this situation? What was my ego seeking? And there's generally speaking when there's two people two things two situations they can both do something to make the situation better but all we can do you know is focus on our own play our own part in that role so that's uh that's what i do and and it and it seems to help and part of the letting go too is to let go of what you expect from other people like mm -hmm. it's really not fair to expect other people to make us happy to put conditions on other people to make us happy even in close relationships it's often not a productive ask. Let me just put it like that. That right. that the more we bring to the relationship, the more we love we bring to it, then typically things are going to work better. But that starts with looking at our own place in that situation. Is it transactional? Are we looking for something in return? So there's a whole sort of dynamic around looking at our pain that helps us to look at our own responsibility and what is it that we can change to make it better? What can we do with our expectations? The great way is not difficult. The third's in patriarch, right? The great way is not difficult for those who have no preferences. Oh, yes. I love that. That's and perfect. that's that's a beautiful way to kind of frame your pain. Was what was my preference that was abused or, you know, not met that left me with this pain? And 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 letting go of those preferences, or at least acknowledging them, right, April? Like sometimes yeah. it's hard to let go of them. It's just a big ask to let go, but just acknowledging that we have needs and that when they're not met, it hurts. And if yes. we work on the needs, that that's a great place to start. That and that's a great version of letting go too. I think too, um, and and this is something I've I've witnessed myself doing over the years, is we assign motive to people. Uh, we know we there's a story that we start to tell ourselves about, you know, why they were late or why they didn't uh, do this, or you know, we have all these unspoken expectations, and then we create a story and kind of like a drama, an internal drama about it. And that just increases our pain. Uh, when all the while we could probably just cop to not really knowing, you know, <laughs> you know? Oh my God. That's such a great point. Like I, I see that all the time. Like we just start telling ourselves stories in our head or, or worse fear the stories that other people are thinking about us. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That's such a, a, a a trap, right? To be so concerned with what people are thinking about us. So, but you're so right. Like just that idea that we're creating a story and, and we're always the victim in our little story, you know, That's right. something's <laughs> horribly wrong and we shouldn't have to deal with this, but. It's so true. We immediately go to the, to the victim stance, you know, uh, I love Byron Katie has a quote and I, I hope I don't botch it up, but she says, what other people think is none of, about me is none of my business so beautiful it and really i is love true. that uh, yeah because we could save ourselves a lot of pain if we weren't projecting these ideas about why people do what they do and making it very personal um you know so maybe that's 
at least for me, that's, that's a definitely an intention to, uh, go into 2024 doing a lot less of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a beautiful example of, um, so a, a goal that people could set for, for the new year would be to be more authentic, to be more themselves, right. To be more comfortable in their own skin, but really half of that three quarters of it, 90% of that is just letting go of what, how you worry about what other people say about you, right? Mm. Because so authenticity is just the pure expression of who you are, unfiltered by fear, anxiety, it, but it takes a while to get there. So it's a process, right? But letting go is a great way to start. Yes. I love that. That's, that's perfect. I think that will definitely resonate with a lot of us um, because we have now, you know, we have social media and there's this whole, like, why didn't they like my post? Maybe that, you know, mm. <laughs> or why didn't they share it? Or, you know, there's all these, these, uh, narratives that we take up even more so than I think we did before, uh, without all that. And, yeah. uh, so that's, that's tough. That's a challenge for our species that we haven't, haven't had before. It sure is true. It's like our bodies are designed by evolution to be afraid, right? Or to 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 be always on guard. Let's put it that way. Like anxiety and fear and trauma are often the result of just a mind that's overly tuned to finding threats. And rarely in our lives do we face physical threats. I mean, it happens sometimes, certainly. But our egos are like literally always under attack if you were to ask our mind. Is it really true? No, <laughs> you know, it's just like we should be enjoying our days instead of fearfully trying to catch every potential threat to our ego and to the way people think about us. But yes, yeah. there's a, so another thing that I'd like to offer around that is, is something that if you're familiar with the untethered soul and, and, you know, the whole, the temple of the universe talks is this, the idea of relax and release, right? And it's not just Mickey who has obviously proposed been a proponent of relax and release, but it's a really powerful way to approach um, the new year because you can kind of set a line. January 1st, every time I feel anxiety, every time I feel stress, every time I feel like something's not right, I'm going to relax. And, you know, I work with the men in the prisons, like I've, I've shared with you before. And I literally had one of them tell me the other day, like he, he was, he, he's just gotten released from prison. And he's on, um, you know, very strict regimen. He has to report. He has to be in certain places at certain times. He can't just, you know. So he was at risk of missing a reporting moment. And he was in a, a store and there was a baby crying. He was waiting in line and the line was taking too long. And ever, every time that I go to prison, I do this relax and release technique with him. Usually it's sort of hidden in the sense of a meditation, but he just, this is what he did. And here's what I teach. Just lean back for a minute, just feel a sense of your chakras or your chest opening and take a deep breath, breathe in through your nose, count of four, just let it hold for a second and then breathe out of your mouth to a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. And I swear April, if you do that three times and if you can afford to shut your eyes, if it's safe to shut your eyes or not socially constrained against shutting your eyes, you can create just a little bit of space between the stimulus, the baby crying, the fearfulness of being late, the anxiety, 
you can create space between that stimulus and the response that you make to it, whether it's having um, cortisol flood your body with fear or anger or being grouchy or un unhappy with other people that you're waiting in line with or whatever. And you can just take a break. Viktor Frankl said that the um, in that moment between stimulus and response, you have the ability to, to change your future. And that's the moment when you do really create your future. And so that's another thing I'd like to offer for the new year is this whole relax and release scenario where you start to notice mindfully that stress anxiety is coming and you just take a breath and reset to your best self before you take another drink under your Z, before you over party, before you uh, yell at the kids, before you go in the house and be grumpy with your spouse. Just take a deep breath and relax, please. It works. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That that my 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 friend the, the who was recently released just came back and said it changed his whole day because he he just calmed down and everything fell into place and it's amazing when you let go of your own energies the rest of the world seems to cooperate somehow I don't know what that is but yeah I think it it definitely impacts people around you when you're calm they kind of naturally calm down you know um, yeah. I I worked in emergency medicine and one of the things that I learned was to slow my voice down, um, you know, to not be in a hurry to slow down. And people would start to kind of imitate that back. Like they were mm. really, you know, they were really flustered and upset and stressed. And then when I started to talk slower and calm, they would kind of start to reflect that. And I do feel like that's a great exercise to do before you are in a situation that might you might feel like you could become reactive is to stop mm. and do that breathing exercise. It's very powerful. I felt calmer just doing it. I felt calm, but you're talking slow. It just kind of slowed me down. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's very helpful. It's helpful to you because it calms your neurology down, you know, mm -hmm. and, but it also, I think does that for others. We do impact others with our, with our energy. It's mm. so true. I love that. So that's relax and release. And really beyond that is I would say that as people do set goals, really make sure that they align with that higher purpose that we talked about earlier. So if you make a goal set around mindfulness with the intention of meditating more or doing more walking or, or exercise, just make sure it really supports your overall vision for who you want to be and not just some ego driven, like skinnier better yeah. looking, whatever. Right. Yeah. And it supports inner growth. And, and, and last but not least is important points on this is that kindness, kindness to yourself, kindness to others, be flexible with your mission, your goals. Life can do a lot. And in our ability to be kind to ourselves and to others is so much healing mm. that, that kindness, that just that result that, that that flipping the kindness switch it does everything that we've talked about it slows everything down it makes everything just a little bit nicer it brings a higher energy to everything and to to reward people who are being a jerk to you by being kind back to them is the ultimate in making life better for yourself and others 
and and it is possible nobody needs to be taught by any of us <laughs> we're not here to teach we're not here to punish we're not here we're here to make life better for everybody so let's let's answer whatever comes to us in life with kindness yes yeah starting with yourself because i think that's something that i ran into over the years is i would make an intention and i would something would happen you know life would happen and it would break the continuity of the rhythm that i had and then i would be so harsh with myself you failed you know you didn't follow through mm -hmm. like that inner narrative that inner dialogue of just it's abusive really i mean i don't think we would talk to others the way we talk to ourselves sometimes and um and then you can't get back up it's really difficult to get back into it because who is motivated by being criticized, right? It just puts up a barrier, puts up a wall, and now you've got yet another problem to overcome in addition to the original problem that caused, caused the friction in the first place. Yeah, so if I can't do that for myself, I'm certainly going to have a difficult time, mm -hmm. you know, doing it for others, you know, extending them kindness and and grace when they make mistakes or, or don't live up to, you know, my expectations or what have you, mm. you know, so we can give each other a little, a little rope and just be, be patient and, and loving and kind. I think it was beginning with ourselves. So it's really hard to give what you don't have. <laughs> yes. Hey, question for you. If you, as you think back on your life and, and the different things you've done on new year's Eve and perhaps different resolutions or, you know, letting go, whatever, which one stands out to you that, that you really remember to this day that really helped you the most, that really powered you forward? Hmm. I think, I think the biggest one is what we just talked about. It was um, deciding not to, um, to give people the benefit of the doubt, mm. you know, to mm. not think poorly of, you know, to, to go to a place of, I don't know, to be more teachable, you know, to be more open. I think that's, I think for me, there was, I can remember a time where it's like, we're not going to do this anymore. You know, mm. we're, we're going to stay, work with our, stay in our own lane and work on ourselves and stop trying to fix everybody else or think that they're flawed or that they need repair and stop uh, stop judging their motives because you don't know them, you know, so that that's very impactful. And of course I've done all the, the cliche ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exercise more. And those are, are meaningful. Those are good things to take better care of your health. But I think the mo the biggest one for me was just to, um, get out of the business of being in everybody's business, <laughs> mm, mm. you know, cause I'm a helper. I'm a, I'm a person who wants to help, but sometimes that, that can translate into savior and that's not what I'm here for. But, I, I love, you know, that, so I love all religions. I don't pick one or any, any, but I love in the Bible that it says judge not, you know? Yeah. And, and like, how hard is it for Ooh. so many of us in whatever <laughs> worlds we exist in to not judge other people or, and like you said, so beautifully, like to judge ourselves so harshly, like, mm. gosh. Like it's that's a, such a weight to bear, but it is, and I think that's where all judgment begins. Is you know that it all starts with ourselves. You know we have to do our own inner work, and 
we we need to love ourselves and give ourselves a break and be easy with ourselves mm. and that translates into doing that for everybody else that's beautiful i don't think there's a higher thing to do with a new year than that yeah yeah i think that's a good that's one i have to renew though <laughs> frequently <laughs> well every year it gets a little little more powerful right yes As you're able to stay more mindful and to um, go a little deeper because you know, at the end, like the ultimate expression of what you just said, if I'm hearing, if I'm listening carefully enough is unconditional love for everybody, mm -hmm. right? Which is pretty much what we're called to do by most every spiritual or religious tradition Yeah, is to keep our hearts open and to um, just love, love everybody. We right. don't have to give everything away. We don't have to devote every, all of our energy to service, but as much as we can just keep our hearts open and, and contribute in the ways that make sense and seem clear and suit our being, suit our way. Yeah. And not what we think somebody needs, but what they really need. You know, sometimes somebody just needs you to be there with them. Yeah. You know, that's all. Uh, it's, but it's very tempting to start like analyzing them. <laughs> you need this and you should do that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not, it's it's not helpful if that person's need is to simply have you hold their hand or or be with them as they're you know going through something difficult so yeah. beautiful yeah yeah well that's a beautiful uh way to look forward to the new year just with yes. love and open heart and and trying to create a better version of ourselves and be better for other people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited about this year. I feel like, um, I feel like people are starting to kind of like, we're all starting to kind of understand how important that is, you know, how important it is to love and to slow down. Like you said, I love, I love that Victor Frankl, um, quote, mm. and I love that book, um, to, to slow down, and to breathe and to um, so that you don't go into a situation potentially reactive. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is the whole point of mindfulness, right? Is to, is to kind of have that early signal that something's not right. So that, that you're about to act out in a way that's not really supporting who you want to be or why you want to be that way. And mm -hmm. So meditation's great, you know, to keep track of all that. Absolutely. And you have, are you still doing the Tuesday mornings? I am every Tuesday Great. morning. You can find a, a link at timodavis.com. And, um, but yes, I'm doing, um, meditations, uh, guided meditation. Um, I'm not sure there's a better game changer in the world than, than, than meditation in terms of self-knowledge and, and understanding why we do what we do. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So, well, this is anything else, Tim, that you'd like to share with us or did we do it? No, <laughs> I, I, I think what we've done is to keep it simple, right? It's about mm -hmm. letting go. It's about getting to who you really are, not adding more, not trying to be somebody else. It's about honoring your pain, relaxing and releasing, and just staying connected with your higher purpose and let 
that guide everything that you do. And those are intentions that can guide every activity that you make, every action you take. It's just staying mindfully aware of what your purpose is and then giving yourself the break to actually do it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, Tim, thank you so much for coming on today again with us. Uh, I look forward to having you on uh, often. So you're always welcome to come back. Oh, Please thank do. you. I love it. Um, and I'm going to put in the notes on when I post this, um, all of the relevant information about you and how people can get a hold of you and the different services that you offer. And um, I thank you once again for coming on and Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, thank you for joining us today, and we will see you next time. Thank you, April. That was wonderful. Thank you. Bye now.